Welcome to the One to Nine podcast for interesting insights and knowledge from animals and other beings within multidimensional realms. Welcome to another One to Nine podcast. I'm Karen, and I'm Diana. Today or, we're going to Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be talking to bacteria. Bacteria are little animals. Um, as far as I know, the very first animals to exist, um, and they're everywhere. And Diana's going to introduce the bacteria that want to talk to us first. Yeah, and I think this is actually a, a, a very good sort of like extension of our very first podcast where we talked about viruses. This time we, we're not just going to be talking about bacteria, we're going to be talking to bacteria. Whoa, talking to bacteria. I right. wonder if anyone's ever done that before. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Maybe the bacteria can tell us. Well, anyway... Um, the, the the ones that are contacting us now, they seem to be the ones in our gut and the good gut bacteria, right? And so Karen, before we actually started this podcast, Karen had said something about, well, we should, you know, create a bridge between the bacteria and, and, and humanity, right? And all of a sudden, you know, they started actually building a bridge. So I saw this bacteria bridge in my head that's awesome diana <laughs> so anyway so i figured yes they do want to talk to us they may not have that much to say um and they have said that their name their the name for them that they call themselves is the world um because basically you know what is their world their world is the inside of of our gut so all the bacteria in our gut are called the world yeah i mean they they, they don't name themselves individually they all work together you know this is one one big it is big in terms of numbers but i guess not it's not big in terms of space it's a big community so does this include the bacteria in our body too like in our arms and legs and organs or is it just the gut no no we're just at the moment the ones that call them that call themselves the world this is just the good gut bacteria oh the good gut bacteria oh yeah oh yes yes you know they don't want to have anything to do with the bad gut bacteria those are really really nasty creatures and you know it's like i don't think we even want to ask them if they would like to talk to us and the good bacteria. Yeah. So does a good bacteria, when the good bacteria are living in our guts, there are no bad bacteria, right? No, there are bad bacteria. Oh, so there's both there's living together. Both. Yeah, I mean, they're constantly, you know, the good bacteria is constantly trying to keep the the bad bacteria out. Uh, yeah, they're waging a constant battle. That's interesting. For years, I thought of the bacteria as, as armies. The good army and the bad army going at it. Yeah. And there were certain things that fed the good bacteria and there were certain things that fed the bad bacteria and you could actually help them, like like arming them with certain with good weapons. <laughs> yeah, good weapons <laughs> like good food or good thoughts or you know, what is what is it that the good bacteria wanna say? Let's just ask that. Okay. In our gut, the world as they know our gut, but the world they know as the world. Yeah, right. What what do they Okay, this is the question. Um, how to, in terms of weaponizing them, what do they need from us? The do, they want to, do they want us to call it weapons or support? No, I think they want us to call it weapons. Okay. So these Even are... though they're good bacteria, they're actually like really... In battle. Militant. Okay. You know, it's like they've got to be on guard all the time. So what are they, yeah. what are they asking for? Um, they're asking you 
Okay, not, not to eat any sugar. What? And not, not to eat any white flour. Not oh to my. eat any processed foods. Oh my gosh. It's like, they don't like this stuff. It really kind of like makes them weak. Oh, it makes the good bacteria weak. Yeah, it makes what them is, weak. What does it do to the bad bacteria? Does it make them strong or well, it just makes the bad bacteria, good bacteria weak? It's because, well, so like the bad bacteria, well, no, I don't <laughs> want to be talking to the bad bacteria. Right. Right, the good bacteria also don't want to be talking to them. Um, it's, but if the good bacteria are weak, that means that the, they don't have enough strength and power to to fend off the bad bacteria therefore the bad bacteria grow in numbers so the good bacteria want to keep on feeling strong and powerful so we heard what they don't want but what do they want what do they want? Uh, they want fresh food, fresh fruits and vegetables. Fresh fruits and vegetables? Yeah. Cook, um, cooked or uncooked? Both. Both is good. Um, and they want, ooh, they like dirt too. <laughs> Are they suggesting we eat dirt or dirty food? Well, okay, not, okay, they're, they're, they're clarifying this, right? They don't mean like dust or anything like that they mean kind of like the earth that you could actually find on vegetables or fruits that are grown in or on the soil so i shouldn't have washed provided provided that i mean the soil has gotten bad things in it like pesticides or whatever so i shouldn't have washed the potatoes that i baked today before i baked them if you know they're saying no you shouldn't wash them interesting yeah they like that stuff you know provided that they're poisons in right them or so toxins. It's, it provided it's healthy soil is what you're saying yeah now does this apply to, to everybody or the gut bacteria specifically talking to you and me they're they're saying basically you know gut bacteria are kind of the same so they all have these same requirements so they're same in different cultures different parts of the world they're roughly the same yeah although hmm, this kind of maybe maybe you don't just applies to us us as americans or you and me maybe just you and me <laughs> <laughs> like i said you know they call themselves the world all they know is basically our bodies mm-hmm. right um so I'm, I'm asking them if they can communicate with other gut bacteria or other bacteria, period. Okay, they're saying they, they yeah, I mean, they can communicate with the bad bacteria in that they kind of know where they are and what they're going to be doing. Um, but that's a little bit easier because they're in the same body. And they have got sort of like a vague idea of what's happening with other bacteria and other bodies. Because, you know, the things you mentioned for them to not eat have been around since forever pretty much white flour sugar right what was the other one processed food oh processed foods might not have been around since forever um but the you know people have been eating wheat so when you say white flour you're talking about any flour that's been refined or wheat flour in particular is it the refining process that's the problem yeah it is okay so if you refined your own flour i mean bacteria need vitamins too Mm -hmm. vitamins and minerals and whatever yeah but they always enrich flour because they take all the vitamins out you know exactly but they don't put back you know hard enough of what they've taken out you know yeah they They only put put back a fraction of what they've taken out so interesting yeah they're saying well you know we don't want to be malnourished you know we want to be healthy what about fermented foods and things like that that have oh they're jumping up and down (laughs) do they like it when people make their own fermented foods or is any fermented food fine? No, they like it when people do it properly. So not not vinegar-based fermented foods, but... No, no, actually. they're going, oh, yuck, yuck. <laughs> no, really, this is what they're doing. They're going, oh, yuck, yuck, yuck. 
So real fermented sauerkraut, pickles, beets. Yeah, they're jumping up and down again. Kvasses. What mm-hmm. about kombucha? A lot of people do the kombucha. Yeah, yeah, they like that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, very interesting. Okay. Okay, so the, the good bacteria, I mean, they're jumping for joy because they're hearing that we're, we're, we love eating all this stuff, fermented food. And, and the, the bad bacteria, they're basically, they're turning up, their, they're running away from this stuff because if they eat it, they, they will just kind of like weaken and die. So they really, they really hate it. But they want, they want the good bacteria to eat it. So the good bacteria weaken and die. Therefore, the bad bacteria grow stronger. Wait a minute. They want the good bacteria to eat the fermented foods? No, hold on a minute. I'm getting confused now. No, I started thinking the bad bacteria want the good bacteria to eat processed foods and unhealthy food. Um, Okay, we're talking about fermented foods. All right, so let me let me just pause here for a second. Let's 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 get back to this. So let's clarify this. So are we talking about people in general or just you and me at this point? Well, okay. Well, when I, the good bacteria seem to be the ones that were in us. It's like the world. However, when the bad bacteria piped in and started talking about how they don't like fermented foods, um, somehow, okay, we had to make it so that they didn't come into the, the safe interview space, okay? They're yeah. outside of it, okay. so they know they know more. Oh, okay. It's not just you and me. It's not just bad bacteria in you and me. It's bad bacteria in other people also. Okay, so I think we're talking about a twofold issue here. The bad bacteria like processed foods, refined foods, and sugars. They love that stuff, but they also want good bacteria to eat that because it weakens them. And the good bacteria want to eat more fruits and vegetables cooked or raw and fermented foods and fermented foods of various kinds and the bad bacteria the good bacteria want the bad bacteria to eat that same stuff because it weakens the bad bacteria or does it actually make them less bad oh that is a good question Hmm. no okay the bad bacteria cannot be turned into good bacteria okay by just by the foods that they are forced to eat no, no, no. It just weakens them. It, yeah. So, um... Do they start dying then when they're weak? Well, it, dying in terms of the good bacteria can kind of like kill them off and kick them out. Okay, so this is a ongoing battle in the gut between good bacteria and bad bacteria in pretty much everybody's gut. Yeah, right. And what do they feel... What does a good bacteria think of things like probiotic pills and enzymes oh they 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 like them they're not jumping up for joy like they were for the fermented foods but they're still very happy when people eat that take those things okay wow very interesting yeah it is so is there here here's another interesting thing okay so the bad bacteria um they're they're actually kind of proud about this they've devised ways to actually keep their their bad bacteria populations healthy and growing by kind of like subtly influencing what people actually want to eat. Wow. Yeah, that's sneaky. It's very sneaky. So they're affecting, that's like a gut-brain connection. So the guts, the 
bacteria in the brain the bacteria in the gut are actually influencing the brain to make to make you to make humans people want to eat the kind of food that the bad gut bacteria want so need to actually so the processed foods the sugars yeah. refined foods right yeah. interesting and they're saying so oh, people yeah. are like people are like zombies they just listen to these bad bacteria <laughs> no it's not a question of people listening i mean they're not they're not really conscious of this right it's very subtle um but somehow it's like the bad bacteria have got the system where they can subtly influence hormones and and enzymes and various other things that you know the human body produces to actually make the body you know aside from any kind of conscious the you know the consciousness that's controlling the body uh, to make the the body want particular things like addictions sort of yeah interesting yeah. well since we're on this subject what do the bad bacteria think of cigarettes smoke <clears throat> hmm, hmm. they okay they don't really like that because it also affects them negatively it kills everything the good and the bad yeah <laughs> yeah that's not so good. Okay. Okay. And plus, also, they're they're saying that you know people who smoke a lot, they actually don't really have an appetite. <laughs> so, oh, so good and bad gut bacteria, right? They need people to eat. That's what they feed on. What people eat, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, people who who smoke or have any other kind of um, like alcohol, do they like alcohol? Oh yeah, yes. Oh, that's sugar. Oh okay. yeah, they love that. The bad. When they say they, they're, you're meaning the bad bacteria right yes. now love sugar. Yeah. Okay, bring it on. Mm-hmm. Bring it on, bad bacteria. So an addiction <laughs> that's not related to specifically food, right, but but actually suppresses a, like a human desire to, to eat food, they're not in favor of that. Okay. The bad gut bacteria. They're... What do they think about fasting? A lot of people are fasting and eating once a day. No, they don't like that either. The bad bacteria don't like that. No, they don't. What about the good bacteria? Do they like that? Um, yeah, they do for do some they, reason. They really do like that. Okay. They do. They do because because it makes their job a little bit easier somehow. Do the bad bacteria need to be fed more regularly than the good bacteria? Um, okay, the, the good bacteria seem to think so. Oh, interesting. Um and the bad bacteria are saying, well, you know, we just eat all the time. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> eat all the time. You know, we don't like it if there's nothing there to eat. Oh, so, so the fasting can really help clean out your bacteria. I I'm, I have a question for the good bacteria that's a little different. Are there a lot of different kinds in the gut, in your world? Um, hmm, it's, yes, they're saying, yes, there are specialists. There's bacteria that specialize in, so like animal type of foods, you know, I mean. Like meat. Fresh animal foods, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we're talking now about all kinds of foods that the good bacteria would like to eat, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are specialists for that. There's specialists for, for vegetables. There's specialists for fruits they're specialists for um fish or yeah i mean i they're saying they actually get to be quite specialized okay so if you are um eating a lot of meat then do you not have enough specialists to just quickly move to eating a lot of vegetables oh no i mean 
or vice versa. You all, okay, it seems like they're saying there's specialists of every kind, right? And depending on what what the human that the, a particular world is in eats, the specialists of one, uh, of a certain specialty will, will grow more. And um, so that's how they deal with it. So if there's if this person is eating less animal and less plant food, they will have less of, of the specialist plant good bacteria. But that doesn't mean they don't have any. Mm-hmm. And if they start eating more of that, just those specialists will grow. That's okay, all. interesting. And about how many different specialists are in the gut like to make a healthy gut? Is there like a rough number or is it too hard of a question? I don't know. It's like um, I mean they have not really counted themselves. And uh, I mean, I was, I was initially going to say hundreds, but I don't know if that's accurate. So, is the bacteria in the gut does does that ever communicate with other bacteria in other organs? Hmm, interesting. Like the um, pancreas or the tonsils or the colon? Yeah, there are cousins. <laughs> cousins, <laughs> nice. They're all real, they're all relatives. Okay. And do they ever move back and forth or? Yeah, I don't know. I think the ones, okay, so you got the specialized gut bacteria, right? Mm-hmm. And then organs and various other areas of, of your body, you know, your blood, your brain matter, whatever. I mean, they've got their own further specialized bacteria. So I don't, yeah, they can't, they can't move back and forth. Okay, so gut bacteria never goes to the brain to visit their cousins. <laughs> They may, they may go to visit, but they can't really do anything. Oh, I see. You know. So what is the connection between a healthy gut bacteria and a healthy brain bacteria? Well, they both have to make sure that they're feeding themselves the, the, the right things that well, they... What feeds a brain bacteria? Hmm. Oh, okay. Same, same kinds of things that the gut bacteria eat, actually. But, okay, so the... Oh, okay, but, but, but it's actually... So like um, the gut bacteria have have broken down everything that's in the gut. So the nutrients then are used by these other Ah, bacteria. All right. Well, that totally makes sense. So if they don't have enough nutrients, then they won't. The other bacteria won't have enough to eat. Right. Or or conversely, if the bad bacteria are making most of... What do they make when they eat their refined foods? Do they make toxic... Nutrients for, or do they not provide any food at all for the brain bacteria? Oh, I think they do both, right? They've got like toxic things that, well, anti-nutrients, right? Mm, that okay. are that are toxic, and then also because they're anti-nutrients, there's there's all no nutrients, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's toxins and no nutrients. Interesting. <laughs> no nutrients. So that your brain bacteria could be eating no nutrient bacteria or no nutrient nutrients. I mean, they could have no nutrients and they could have toxins. Okay, which are the anti nutrients. Okay, so that... yeah. Sorry, I was a little bit confused there, or it sounded confusing. Wow, it's kind of a confusing conversation. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. So and, and also, it's like. The bad bacteria, yeah, they cause they cause real havoc, right? By but define havoc, meaning so like you know we're talking about the the brain, right? And so it's like they're saying, yeah, 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 oh yeah, we can make you get Alzheimer's. 
Mm. They are <laughs> evil. <laughs> I know. They're really nasty. Um, interesting stuff here. It's a little different way of looking at all these bacterias, but... <laughs> what we want to do is we want to keep on having, you know, good conversations and sending good energy to the good gut bacteria. And good energy means good food. Yes, exactly. Right. And so the emotions play a big role, like stress, it feeds somehow, restricts the bacteria or feeds the bacteria? Well, it causes the, your body to send out various kinds of hormones that interact negatively. With the good bacteria. Yeah. Interesting. So we should be talking to our good bacteria on a regular basis. Yes. Yes. On a regular basis. Keeping them happy. Keeping them very happy. Feeding them well. Saying nice things to them. Like, thank you for being in my gut. Thank you for processing my foods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Interesting. And making sure we eat delicious meals. Right. Right. Well, I mean, whatever you choose to eat. Well, beyond delicious, it has to be nutritious. Well, no, no, no. Okay. Okay. Think of it this way. Whatever you choose to eat. I mean, you could be vegetarian, vegan, carnivore. um, Pescatarian. Pescatarian. And and whatever you choose to eat. I mean, it has to be food that the good bacteria like. Uh, And, and... In order to keep yourself happy and them happy, right? Because they want you to eat more more food. Not okay. Not to the extent where you actually get fat. That's not good, right? So they're saying, you know, please make your meals delicious and healthy. And we're and they're saying we're saying delicious because if you eat something that tastes good. You're not going to eat. You're not going to overeat. <laughs> I feel like that's the opposite for me. If it tastes good, I'll eat <laughs> twice as much. But this is, this is what they're saying, you know. Okay. Interesting. I feel like everybody loves tasty food, but I'm wondering if, like, when I think of tasty food, my mouth starts to salivate and more enzymes go in and it helps the whole breakdown process, theoretically. Right, exactly. So mm-hmm. it almost like the food's easier for the bacteria to digest yeah it makes their work easier that's why they're saying eat delicious food so <laughs> is there any benefit to listening to you um the i'm talking to the bacteria the good bacteria right now as far as looking at this um ability of one's consciousness to be more receptive to a multi-dimensional realm or a expansive Situation. I mean, they, they they're asking you how it how it applies to them. Well, it seems like right now we're talking to a lot of multidimensional beings, and we're talking to a lot of them about you know greater understandings, which require an expansion in our consciousness. And how do they affect that? Like, what is their role in helping us expand our consciousness? The gut bacteria. Yeah. Ah, I see. Okay. Well, they're saying, if you can actually communicate with us, these little, small little organisms, okay, that could be as small as one cell, uh, I mean, you probably won't be able to communicate with anything, any kind of multi-dimensional being. So, 
in their in their world, it's like I was going to say in their in their minds, they do have minds, you know. Um, they they are contributing to um, our expansion and their expansion also by by they themselves are multidimensional beings. Oh, very interesting. So I have read that bacteria were some of the very first animals to exist in what we call planet Earth. Um, do they have any information about that? Because it seems like they would have been around, if they've been around since the very, very beginning, that they actually are probably in some ways the most evolved. The most evolved animal. Well, no. Didn't, Not necessarily the most complex animal or most intricate, but they, they must they must have... They must have some kind of knowledge since they've been there from the beginning. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they're just there supporting since the beginning. Okay. They're saying that somehow theirs has always been sort of like uh, symbiotic relationships. Um, they're, uh, you know, they can't really exist on their own. And um, they believe it was like that in the beginning, too. Um, so, you know, they don't really have such a you know, big collective knowledge base. It goes back thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Um, they kind of like know what's happened to them in the past hundred years or so. So they're just kind of like guessing at what, what was in the past. But they're saying that, yeah, they've always been symbiotic. So basically they cannot exist on their own. All right, so they've always had a host. So somewhere along the line, them being just first and being a bacteria on its own is probably not exactly true. I mean, they could have been, yeah, not exactly true. Right? There's, exactly. There's, more, there's more to the story that, can, yeah. can they shed light on the rest of the story? Or like I said, I, I they they're, I don't think their their collective memory doesn't go back so so far. Okay. Um, Is there any kind of final message that they might have for us? They're saying, eat healthy, be happy, <laughs> help us fight the um, the bad bugs. That's what they're saying. Okay. All right. Thank you for not the not the bed bugs, but the bad bugs. Thank you for speaking up, bacteria, the world of bacteria in my gut and Dana's gut and, and everybody's gut. That was very interesting. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> okay, they're saying bye. Bye. Glad to have helped. That's all for this episode of the One to Nine Podcast. Thank you for listening and please sign up for our newsletter at one to nine podcast.com.